Star Wars 7x7 episode 2345. The Jedi have a fear problem, and it's a big one, actually, and it's kind of shocking how much of a blind spot it is, not just for them, but even for us as viewers, and I think it's probably time to start talking about it. Punch it. Hey Ripple Rouser, I'm Alan Boyvon and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So first step to resolve a fear problem is to actually <laughs> acknowledge that the problem exists. And I'm going to lay some groundwork here first. You know, I was initially introduced to the idea of love and fear as polar opposites via Marianne Williamson, but ultimately as I started digging into this, I actually found it connected to Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, who wrote on Death and Dying, has done a lot of the you know, seminal work in looking at our relationship with mortality. And she talked about the notion that there are only two emotions for all intents and purposes. There's love and there's fear and everything is kind of one version or another of those and that we're always either moving toward love or we're moving toward fear in terms of our actions, our thoughts, our responses to things, that sort of thing, right? So when you think about the Jedi, the Jedi would be doing their best to remove emotional attachment from things, right? It's a very non-attachment kind of philosophy, a religion, if you will. But even despite that non-attachment, I think it's fair to say that the Jedi definitely lean toward the love pole, if you will. I know Anakin Skywalker is really just trying to <laughs> woo Padme when he says this, but you know the Jedi are encouraged to love, and he talks about compassion and that sort of thing, and it certainly makes sense from the perspective of the Jedi being peacekeepers and being of service to the galaxy, wanting to help people in need, wanting to help people dealing with injustice, right? So, you know, empathizing with people and compassion and all of those kinds of traits, they definitely lean more toward the love end of the spectrum, even if the Jedi are abstracting it, right? They're not attaching it to a person. They're thinking about it more from a philosophical, theoretical concept. And you get the idea that as part of Jedi training, they are working toward non-attachment. So all of these positive feelings of love, of compassion, of empathy, if you will, they are actively working toward removing themselves and using, say, witness consciousness to consider these things outside of themselves and ultimately find a place of non-emotional attachment. But when it comes to fear, they are utterly incapable of doing the same thing. In fact, they are actively avoiding it. We don't get that so much in the original trilogy. I think really the only thing that Yoda talks about in terms of fear with the original trilogy is when Luke says that he's not afraid and Yoda goes, oh, you will be, you will be. But it's really when we get into the prequel trilogy, which to be fair also is the Jedi at their height, right? So we would get more about this, that we see fear addressed with Anakin in The Phantom Menace when he's before the council and they sense much fear in Anakin. And why is that a problem? Well, fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. But why can't they look at fear and help their Jedi, whether Padawans or Knights or Masters, learn to 
become non-attached to emotions related to fear in the same way that they are training to be non-attached when it comes to emotions more on the love side of the spectrum. And yes, there is a line in Revenge of the Sith where Yoda says something to the effect of, you know, you have to let go of everything you fear to lose, okay? So, you know, I guess there is some lip service paid to that, but nowhere really in the movies or the TV series do we get a lot of lessons for dealing with fear or for the Jedi ever considering the possibility that fear is an emotion that you can have and it not being an automatic, oh no, now you're headed down the dark path and forever will it consume your destiny, right? They don't treat fear in a way that allows someone to integrate it and be able to see it separately with witness consciousness and look at it the same way from that same unattached perspective that they're training Jedi to be able to look at emotions on the love end of the spectrum. And it really hit home for me in this episode of The Mandalorian when Ahsoka senses much fear in Grogu and says, I can't train him. He's got too much fear in him. It's better to just let his powers fade and not train him to use these powers because I've seen what it will do to the best of us as she defines Anakin. And yes, sure, maybe there's a little bit of debate <laughs> in that regard, but from her perspective, you know, from a certain point of view, that makes sense to her. And yet, and yet, it's reinforcing the notion that once fear is inside you, you are lost as far as the Jedi are concerned. Now, I know there have been a lot of discussions over the years about the reasons why the Jedi failed to see what was happening in the Galactic Republic, why they failed the galaxy, why they failed their own order. And I don't think that a discussion of fear has actually been a part of that discussion. But it is really, for me at least, it was pretty shocking to look at that in the face and realize that they just don't know how to deal with it. So if the Jedi Order is ever going to rise again, they have to address this. They have to look at fear in their Padawans, in their Knights, in their Masters, and give them coping mechanisms for dealing with fear that don't presume that <laughs> they're just on a path to the dark side and that they're just gonna become increasingly irredeemable. So that's my <laughs> two cents on the Jedi and the fear problem of the Jedi. And I would love to hear what you think about this. So please chime in wherever there's a comment section accompanying this episode or at home base for the show at SW7X7.com. Before we wrap up, just a quick note once again about toysfortots.org. That's the Marine Toys for Tots organization, which has been operating for decades. And last year they served millions across 800 communities in all 50 states the District of Columbia, Puerto Rico, the Virgin Islands. They do beautiful work in this holiday season. This is their biggest season of the year where they are collecting toys and donations to help families in need and children who might not see presents this holiday season. So if you have the means and are able to help in your local community, please check out toysfortots.org and use their website to find a local organization and community that is working to help families in need. And that is going to do it for today's episode of the show. Thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you, wherever in the world you may be. Now 
or sung by someone is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2020 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.